Okay. Good morning. <laughs> what you drinking? Coffee? Some hot, tea. Some hot tea. I'm drinking tea too. Yeah. I um you've been sick a little bit. Well, I'm I'm getting over it. I took emergency this week, so <laughs> I was like, you took emergency, emergency what? Oh the, the little the- packets. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. That's all. Awesome. back up. Some emergency. I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so you're feeling better a little bit. I'm feeling better. Plus, it's just like seven o'clock in the morning. So, have you been still working out, boys? Huh? Have you been still working out? Um, yeah, here and there, there and here, but. <laughs> I was say because you know I heard working out while you're sick also. Uh, supposed to help speed up the sickness like get it out your body you know I could see that mm-hmm. yeah I mean, depending on how sick I mean I'm just saying like if it's like a cold or something you know you sweat it out you know do stuff or you that's what I've heard the toxins that kind of stuff yeah I I'm sure I do I don't know I, I'm joining this circuit gym next week I, well is that the gym that you sent me via the dm girl that shit looks like yeah. That shit looks intense. It's pretty intense, but I like it because it's like fast paced. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you just get it over with. Like mm-hmm. it's circuit. So it's like you do two minutes at each little station and you do like three sets of that and then you're done. And it's a 45 minute class and you just like worked everything. Like I took the intro class and I was fucking sore for four days after. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. damn, I'm out of shape. Girl, that's I told you that's how I feel. My- my trainer she's got me on these weights like I literally we only do weights in like weighted we do weighted everything ropes and then like pushing these like heavy like what you would consider like mechanical type shit we're pushing constantly lifting like I want to do that it's my butt is like when I tell you like uh yesterday we worked the legs don't lift your booty girl my butt my booty all of that is just like and I'm like oh it's working and (laughs) So I walk out feeling all pumped up. <laughs> but anyway, I'm excited to see the results. Like, I've already yes. lost. My stomach is, like, super flat right now. It's been flat. Yes, girl. It's just been since Sunday. I mean, I've been working out with her, but my eat, we implemented my meal plan um, where I eat, like, every two to three hours. And it's not hard. Like, I, I'm always hungry. I'm that meal everything. I eat everything. Like, I mean, literally, it's salads and, like, chicken and, like, you know, fish or whatever, but I'm eating all the time. Whereas before I was only eating like one to two meals. Cause I'm like, I'm not hungry or I don't feel like eating. I don't know what I want to eat. That slows down your metabolism. Slows it down. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So yeah, I've lost like five pounds since Sunday. So. Okay. Pretty cool. It's pretty, I'm just like, I feel so good. Like I I'm feel, through. girl, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get in this dress, you yes, know, wedding, <laughs> work out. So, I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm excited. I'm gonna get a dress too. I don't. I didn't get my dress yet. I'm excited to see everybody, and you know, it's gonna be fun. It, like I said, it's not a traditional wedding. But my sister's like, my sister's like, I wish you quit saying that, Mia. You're still spending twenty thousand dollars on this freaking wedding. Like, it's not like you're twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, the reception alone is ten. So, and that's for, you know, I'm only having thirty people. Where's the reception at? And that's just for food. That has nothing to do with the decor and anything. That's just to pay for everyone's food in 
That's it. Take Is that right. like a hotel or something? No, it's at this restaurant called, um, well, I'll wait to share those details. Okay, okay. Leah. Yeah. So we have something to reveal. But um, it's at this really, really like hip, restaurant. hip contemporary, like, and then um, you're going to, you're going to die when you walk in <gasps> and um, da- it's like downstairs mm-hmm. and so that we'll have like the whole bottom floor, but then there's like this private room uh-huh. and and I'm doing the one long table, like Ooh. the run-on table where the flowers in the movies. Yeah, it's just one long table. So I just, I don't know, I'm obsessed with long tables instead of like the round, several rounds. Yes, like, I love the long table too. It's way more dramatic. It's more dramatic. I'm really excited. So although I'm not having, you know, a hundred people and spending a hundred thousand dollars because we just don't have that kind of money and we're actually paying for it. Um, it's still, you know, I need to get in the habit of still saying I'm having a wedding instead of like, oh, it's not a wedding, you know, but yeah, it's time for you to be happy about it now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Out long enough. Stressful. Enjoy it's- these last three months where you can be a pre-bride. No, two months. Two months. A month and a half, bitch. <laughs> we're two like, full months. You got we're, two. We're at, we're at 40 days. We're at like 51 days. Are we? What day is it? <laughs> it is January 11th. I get married March 1st. You know, February is only 28 days. Oh. And I leave to go down there on the 27th of February. Girl, I thought I had three months until I, my next birthday. Oh. So I only got a month. You got a, you got a cool month and a half. You got like a cool month and three months. I've been telling myself, well, I got three months to my birthday. Yes. Now that a month and some change. <laughs> Hold on, I need to get on this class shit ASAP. Hold on. <laughs> I thought I had a little more time. Fantasy <laughs> world. Time is But wow. anyway, okay. Oh, that's what's sad. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. I've I've been wanting to talk about something in particular that we did not talk about on our R. Kelly episode because that was solely dedicated to R. Kelly. Uh huh. What's that? John Gray, Pastor John Gray. We have mentioned him in previous episodes. Uh, he is the pastor in Texas. He owns, um, or he is the head pastor of Relentless Church. Right. Um, actually, I don't believe it's in Texas. He was a senior pastor to Joel Osteen in Texas, and then he got his own oh, church. Oh, was he? I was wondering how he got put on so mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, he was he under. Nowhere. <laughs> Well, no, he was under Joel Olstein for like 10, 15 years. So he just now got his own church, like within the last two years. But um, I forget where the church is. But anyway, all of that to say, um, he, I've always um, liked his sermons. Like, you know, one thing that I, I've mentioned before, I may not go to church a whole lot anymore because of my own reasons, but um, when I do go to church, I do like to be able to connect with the pastor and what he is saying. Like, I don't, I don't identify with like old school pastors that only talk about their grandmamas and this and, mm-hmm, you know, I want to talk about, I want you to bring up Chris Brown references while you're talking about God. And you're like, you know what, this is how this happened. You know, I just like to talk about I like those pastors that are like what I would consider realists. You know what I'm saying? And for me, John Gray, some of the sermons that I have heard him speak um, on YouTube or TV or whatever um, have been, you know, I don't know. I've just, I've liked it. 
So then here recently, we talked about his wife being gifted a Lamborghini. Okay. He's and been I, trending recently. I'm like, who is his PR people? Because this he's well, in the know in the news. Like, let, let yeah, let's back up. Let's just back <laughs> up. Short synopsis. He was first um, had buzz around his name because he was praising his wife for standing up for him and being a huge vessel in um where he in you know helping him to get to the position where he is in today meaning like she sacrificed so much she's had all the kids to the point where she's now got thyroid issues because she's had three kids back to back so her hormones um she's like you know he, he had praised her for you know putting up with him as he's tried to figure out his own uh manhood in the sense of i'm you know i've had a lot of growing up to do and she's been there with me to help me through my growing pains um so he's given this woman so much praise so he was in the headlines for that because everybody was like you know okay like another classic case of the ride or die chick and she's had to be with you through all the bullshit now she's getting her glory and whatever <laughs> then he was in the headlines for the lamborghini gifting his wife a lamborghini for their 10-year anniversary i think and you know there was there was buzz around that just because it's a church and you know you're giving out these flashy gifts and you know it's just it can, yeah, it can check out our previous podcast episode yeah. we go in on that so then there's that and then now girl this video right here took me out <laughs> this video took me slam out let's talk about it he is in the headlines for cheating for admitting confessing to cheating on his wife barely <laughs> barely yes and we'll talk about that because he basically said the devil cheated not him he did so he's confessing that he cheated now there was some headline that i read that he got the mistress pregnant but oh, i wow. have not heard, i have not heard him say that so i don't want to believe that because you heard how the lady how his wife went off at the end she was like <laughs> Was she trying to like uh, throw holy water on the on the chick's name or something? I don't know what she was saying. Yeah. She was tripping. So, I I wouldn't put it past them. I don't see if I could pull this up. I'm sorry. I wouldn't put it past them. So yeah, I have not heard him come out and say that he did get her pregnant. But there is a he there is a few headlines out there saying you that said he, he did. did say that. I said I I have not heard him say that he did. Oh just, okay. I was like, wow, this is getting juicier and juicier. There have been headlines that have said that the mistress was pregnant hence why there was this big lamborghini gift versus in versus if he just had cheated you know it's like okay we can deal with that but being that i guess he got someone pregnant it was like oh my god now i need to do this big grand gesture. she was a mess too because she basically was like from what i heard <laughs> it was basically like saying just sit at home and pray away your man cheating and <laughs> yes it'll work out ladies you're gonna end up where i'm at getting lamborghinis too like nah that doesn't work for everybody and that i guess and that's my biggest issue with this is once we i mean i guess the biggest thing is i didn't i didn't expect him to go into full disclosure about exactly detail for detail i would have loved for him to because you know that way we could really know what we're really talking about but i feel like they're still kind of like going around the bush and it's like you know, okay, we know there was some infidelity, but we don't really know if it was like an affair. Was this just a one-off thing? You know, <laughs> he's a mess to me. He definitely is cheating. He's still cheating. He's still oh, dealing. Sorry. He is still dealing. 
And here's the thing with the church. Again, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, I really had, I, I did not like that they basically tried to make the mistress or whatever you want to call her. Yeah person with all the guilt i'm like that's Hold the devil me. that's the one that needs yeah. no it's your nigga out here pretending to be oh so saney pastor and he's talking about oh we come every day smiling in church knowing that we fucking sleeping in separate rooms and shit but yeah you got everyone out here in that those pews uh trying to be you and your wife it's you know what i'm saying striving for that making it seem like y'all perfect and stuff that's i can't stand it i can't stand a church because of stuff like that i mean not all churches but a lot of churches are for show it's for what it looks like it's like but if i'm honest but if i'm honest if i'm honest i feel like people are that way like the church people well no, no 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 what i'm saying is that people in general yeah some people but what i'm saying is people in general what i've learned is they will give you advice, but be living something totally different where they're not taking their advice. So it's kind of like, it's one of those situations where, you know, I, uh, I, somebody may not know, I know their situation behind the scenes, but they're like, you know what, you need to be doing this. This is how you should do No, good darn well. I'm like, but you didn't had, you didn't got this, 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 that you still probably doing. How dare you try to, like, it's one thing to give me advice. I'm not saying you have to be perfect to give advice i'm not saying that Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is is that there is something with people in the psychological mind where it is very hard for us to take our own advice that we preach and we push on the others but it's very hard for us to live that same thing some sometimes that's what i that's just in my friendships in my you know it can be people's marriages where i'm like okay i get it but you're not doing (laughs) like you're not doing that so it's, you know, it's just something to think about, like, in the sense of, like, I wonder, I just, it's just so interesting. But yeah, being that the church is the church, and it's supposed to be this place of, I think, I feel as though transparency, um, maybe they had to get over this in order to come out and be able to talk about it. That's the only logical thing that I'm thinking, and I'm thinking that they even said something like that. But I did not agree that they tried to, like, shame her and make her the devil that tried to enter in because my thing is if you continue to go if you continue to go back that's a choice that's not a mistake that's not a, like oops like oh my god what was i thinking i'm so sorry if you continue to go back and if this wasn't a fair that's a decision like you that's a choice like i want to be here i wanted to go back i felt something for her i whatever it was you wanted to do that it wasn't the devil at that point the devil no. was the one brought the situation and that that spirit out of you but when you decided to act on it again and again and again that was all you bro that was all him all of it is all him this this devil stuff come on man yeah take responsibility for yourself yeah take responsibility (laughs) and the wife needs to take self-accountability too like to me she's just as i just mentally disturbed that made me so uncomfortable whatever she was doing the church had instigated her you know they instigate with the music coming behind you and you're like yeah you know i'm like girl simmer down like simmer down this could have been a whole calmer conversation with the church um Girl, it's just a mess. And it's like, come on, let's be perfectly honest. If your man wasn't making all this money, would you really be sitting at home? 
praying away his cheating? I mean, maybe, maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't, but you getting Lamborghinis and gifted and, you know, not having to work. And I'm just, I'm just saying it seems to be easier to pray away the cheating when you're being taken care of. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Telling all these people to sit at home because she up here telling, preaching those people in the pupit and half of those women are the ones fucking paying the bills in their own households. And then they ask going to sit up there and pray away that they're cheating, man. <laughs> I can't. And I think, though, that, too, one thing to point out, because I know marriage is supposed to be the sacred space and things of that nature. So, again, I know we've talked about this, like, people's deal breakers. You know, cheating may not be the worst thing that happens to one couple. But I also think that you have to look at the, you have to look at it from a higher level standpoint. And each person's uh, discrepancies are different. It may be, have it, it might be a situation where this person was married 10 years and, the wife stepped out one time and was like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Da, 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 and then never did it again. Or, or vice versa, the man. But, or, or then you have some couples where they got married in the first two years and this man has been cheating with 10 different women. And this is like, I think that there's no, there's probably several situations that all look the same. I just think that the message should be one, figuring out what those deal breakers are and then looking at what you are going to put up with base basically what I'm saying is are you for the for the for better or for worse if we're looking at marriage if we're just speaking about marriage and the vows and all that kind of stuff um looking inside your own household and deciding for the both of you what that forgiveness looks like what the work behind the forgiveness looks like is it praying it away and we're just going to pray it away or is it we're praying there's actions <laughs> there's like it's nigga this is gonna take like I'm, I can't just forgive you today like no like you know like what is that I guess that that's the message that should be not just like just pray it away you know do and think that everybody's going to because you don't everybody's situation is different these people may not they don't have a million dollars bank account um, these people like you said she's this woman's taking care of all the bills and her nigga is cheating and she probably, but the thing about it is in those type of situations, I feel like in general, a lot of times or sometimes for, and I'm speaking to these type of people, if you know what kind of person you're dealing with prior to marriage, when you get married, all that kind of stuff. And you're like hoping that person will change, shame on you. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. Type of people that know, cause I know a lot of people that know the person that they're dealing with. They just hope that once they get married, it's like... Yeah, some people think marriage will change. It's going to change. He, like, situation. this is marriage. This is marriage, you know? And it's like, girl, if he or or dude, if they didn't change or if they're not ready to do that before you get married... It's not going to change with it, marriage. It's going to be worse. This, I don't know why it's like that, but that's it is what it is. So, yeah. Just look at your own situation and figure out, one, to me what your deal breakers are what are the things yes. that you'll put up with or will not put up with you know yeah, that's everybody's everybody's, everybody's life different. is different and it's it's your decision to stick around your cheating man or not I mean no one can judge you but you so and it is a lot easier it appears when you do have a fat bank account to look the other way you exactly. know unfortunately they're in the church so the term instead of looking the other way it's 
pray it away, you know, but whatever you want to call it. Um, it's definitely pray it away, but God bless them. God bless them. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Next. Thank you, next. <laughs> right. Thank you, next. Um, I'm sure he's he going to be around in these streets in another seven to eight days because he's been hitting these blogs heavy. Okay. Okay, well, let me pull something up real quick. Oh, okay. I want to play this. Let's see if we can have our opinions. That was just the, I don't know. Could you hear that? Yeah, I could hear some of it. Um, it wasn't really anything long. It was just, that was Sin, 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 um, Santana, Joe Budden's fiance. Mm-hmm. And um, she was basically saying, you know, she, this is an interview that she did on Angela Yee from the Breakfast Club. She has a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she did an interview with her like a year or two ago. And they were talking about... Um, I went back and listened to a longer clip and they're basically talking about, you know, how, uh, you know, they dated Mexican and Dominican men and then then jumps in and she's like, no, I don't date, you know, Hispanic guys. I don't date. She's like, I only do black guys. Like those Hispanic guys, they're too soft. They're too this. And that's when Angela and them in the background, they were like, what? No, black guys are so aggressive. Blah, 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 blah. They're too possessive. And that's when she was like, well, black guys cater to us Spanish girls. She was like, they, us especially, they cater to us. And, you know, she went on to say, and that's when Angela Yee, who apparently, I guess, isn't black, (laughs) pops out and she says, "Uh uh-oh, the black girl's going to get mad at you. And then Santana says, she was like, she was like, "Uh uh-oh, um, that get in their feelings or something like that but just as a story um should we be madison for this or is this just i mean is she lying (laughs) i think that it's it's i think it's so many parts to it and it's just so it's it's so so to tackle just what she said in the context of what she said absolutely she was wrong for saying that uh, but then again, I feel like Who's telling her that. But why does she feel this way? But here's the thing: that is her experience as well. Um, and that's what we all know. Like that's yeah. what we all know, but then seen with our own two eyes. But I also don't want to get it confused either. That because at the end of the day, Joe Budden is not the Jesus of guys. Like he can put her through some shit. And I'm sure some black guys before him, because if he if they didn't put her through some shit, she still probably would be with him, or she would have been married mm-hmm. to him. So mm-hmm. I think that she's up got- on that show crying because Joe doesn't listen to her and everything else, yeah, and that's what people exactly. are saying. They're like, so, "You're acting like your relationship, you're being treated oh so well." Yeah. And a black woman probably wouldn't even have took that shit from Joe. Exactly, and I think what the message is. I, I think the thing that she, if I'm looking at the hidden code 
is that black guys cater to Spanish women. It's not that they cater to them. Some do, some do, meaning, you know, they may be high figures and they want this particular look. We've talked about this. They want this yeah. exotic look. It, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't stop at just Spanish women. It's, if you just don't look black, but they are like, you know what, she's black, but she's not, she don't really look black. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. They don't want the world that they know is black in the sense of what I'm saying is, you know, she may have the coarser, kinkier hair, or it's not that textured, fine, curly, you know, it's the, yeah. it's, look, if, we, if we're going to be honest and call a spade a spade, that is the reality. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't say that they cater. I think that it's more of a, society standard like if I can pull like I'm gonna pull once I get big or once I whatever that's the type of woman that I want to be I want to have babies with that I want because society has made it to where black women one are the bottom of the toting pole where as far as like we're the we are the what was the magazine survey it was like we are the least attractive race or something like that of women black women Mind you, we have the full lips naturally, most of us, um, or some of us. Um, we, we naturally, you know, are known to have, be fuller in figure, shape, we're, sh- we're shapely just through, you know, hereditary, um, but the butt, the boobs, the, all of that kind of stuff. Our skin complexion, we're darker, we come in all different shades. Some of us are lighter, but at the end of the day, even the lighter ones have more pigment than a white person. Because you can still tell that they're black. You may be like, she's light-skinned, but she black. So mm. I just think it's, it's, it's something wrong with us as a society. And we have been ingrained to think that the black woman is the strong, independent, which we are, a lot of us are, strong, independent, don't need no man, don't, you know, don't do this, we don't work out, we, we don't do this, we don't do this, we're not going to put up with this. You know, we just are passed off to be picked apart. We don't, we don't know how to grow our own hair. We have, you know, we all have short nappy hair that's broken off. We don't, we can't grow long hair. Like these are the things that men in society picks apart of at us all the time. Mm-hmm. As if none of the other races don't do the same thing or, you know, like it's very sad and it makes me very, very sad, but I can't even be mad at her. Because one, that's her experience she's coming from. And I know what she's talking about when she says that. Yeah. She's she's, I mean, I like Sin. I like her personality. I agree with it. I'm just saying, I, it's not like she's just coming out of that and waking up today saying, oh, black eyes cater to us. But no, she sees it. She sees it. And I'm sure she hangs with a lot of black girls. And maybe out of all the, out of when she's with her crew, a lot of the black girls get her first and maybe the, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't know, but I'm just saying like, come on. Like she's not like, I don't think that she's being treated better than a black girl. I mean, that's subjective because there's plenty of black women that are in great relationships with black men and treated like fucking queens. But um, I think that the term cater is off base. I think that she was saying that they maybe praise them more to be more like of the, of the ideal woman, to be the more beautiful, to be the more, the, the chosen. I don't, I can't say cater because I know tons of Spanish women out here that have said they'd be treated like shit by black men. 
I mean, you know, it is what it is. They put up with shit with black men. They put up with some shit too. Black, you know, at the end of the day, Kylie puts up with some shit. She got her, I, I said all the time, Travis Scott is a nigga. She got her a nigga nigga. Tyga, <laughs> he was a black guy, but okay. Travis Scott? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll just leave that right there. Love him. Love them together. But she got her, she got her, she got her one. <laughs> so he not, he don't seem like he gives up. Like he may treat her like a queen some days, most days, but at the end of the day, Travis Scott, I can see him being just still Travis Scott and putting her through some stuff. I don't look at their relationship like, oh, he's a black guy and he's treating. No, I just look at it like, oh, this is another couple that has an interracial baby or mixed baby. And, you know, it's the classic case of a white girl and a black guy. That's all I look at it as. But I don't look at their relationship like, oh my God, he's treating her like a queen. Whether he's buying her cars, that's just their lifestyle. Right. And um, yeah, I agree with everything you said. I just, I mean, she knew the words, it may not have been cater. That may not have been the best word, but um, yeah, you know, they kind of treat from the looks of it when they get to a better lifestyle, they choose to not bring the black girl with them, but they want to bring an, an other girl. So that by default, they're going to treat the other girl better because they're living a better lifestyle now and they're choosing them. So I see where that comparisons is coming in. Because mm-hmm. Joe Budden, I mean, I know he dated Yahiri on Love and Hip Hop, what, however many years ago, and she's like Dominican, but I don't know who he was dating before he got on as a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? He probably started to date Spanish women after he made it big or got famous. So, you know, following trends. But I think that that's, I think that also we, I think for me, I look at, I'm so careful when I, yes. So to your point, if we're looking at a black guy, you know, when they make it, or even when they're on the rise up, they don't have to make it. It could just be, you know, they've got a little bit of clout and a little bit of status or a little bit of whatever. And they choose to, you know, talk to and date whatever. It's like, yeah, they may materialistically, you know, be taking care of them, but then they, I still feel like they're going to cheat and they probably going to cheat with a black girl, you know, and, or, and, or try to pay for things to make this Spanish girl appear more or white girl have more black features. Like that shit is not catering to me. That's, you know, you, that's psychologically you're fucked up. Just go get a black girl. Just go get you yourself. I can get so deep into this with the black guy and be like, you know what? You don't even like yourself. You don't like your, you don't like, you know, you just don't like you. You don't like your mama. But um, I don't necessarily think, I used to think that, you know, spending money and putting these girls, that if we're looking at it from that perspective, yeah, that is, that is a form of catering. And, you know, they're passing one on their arm. I mean, she's 20 something, 22 years old. So yeah, that's what the majority of women who are not completely matured and independent, that's what I think. That's what exactly going to think and. If that's no matter what, what you can get that that doesn't mean you're taking care of spiritually, mean you're mentally, to do that. yeah it doesn't but from the outside it looks sure. like absolutely and glam absolutely. that's what they want on their arm absolutely. with the glitz and the glam absolutely and that's their prerogative that's their right to choose so mm-hmm. yeah I, I stay away from God it bless them too. i stay away from those <laughs> conversations now only because it can come off like oh 
not to a hater, but you know, black guys are just like, oh, here come the angry black woman comment. Girl, you're getting married. Uh, Fuck what they think. Fuck. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, in general, when I see things, then I'm like, oh, God, here's the black guy saying, oh, here come the angry black, waiting, uh, only in here to see the angry black girl comments. It's just so sad. Like, as if to think that we don't have a reason why we think the way that we know, why we say the shit we say. Like, it. So let me play this to lead into our next discussion because this is just leading right into it. You sent me this last night from. I probably get a lot of flag for it. I just drove by and saw something. I got a comment. I love women. Love black women. Oh my God, I love y'all. Okay. But also love black women to wear their natural hair. If you want to process it, you want to iron it, you want to add some extension to it, I'm all good with all of that. But y'all got to know that everything is not for everybody. I don't like to see people darker than me. Black is, is me, okay? Uh, woman, okay, wearing blonde hair or honey blonde hair. And it's not even done right. It's just crazy. Because it looked like you were in a hat. And when you're walking around with that and them other people that that's their shit, see y'all, you got to know that they're laughing at y'all, mother. And I'm not even trying to be me. So that was from Peter Thomas, who used to be on Atlanta Housewives, um, Cynthia Bailey's ex-husband. Um, <laughs> I got so many thoughts about that. And you hit you hit a lot of those points already and what you already said, but this is getting to the point of where, just like you said, why is it that everyone feels like black women are up for criticism? Why are we in everyone's fucking mouths? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is that? There's all these comparisons and shit. Like we're just living our lives and whether it be white girls, Spanish girls, shit, black men, everyone has an opinion about what a black woman should do, what a, how a black woman should act, what a black woman should say, where, whatever. Like, if a dark-skinned black woman wants to wear blonde hair, that's her fucking prerogative. And I don't see nobody standing up and protesting white women and Spanish women getting black bodies and box braids and fucking corn rolls. So I'm just so confused why it's like, it's only outrageous when a black woman does something. It's like, oh, you're trying to be white. You're trying to be this. Bitch, like, I'm... (laughs) I'm done with everyone in 2019. Like, everyone's bullshit is too much for me. First of all, who even told you that black women give a fuck about your opinion like who told you that who asked for it who asked for it for you to get on a public forum and say some shit like that you know it's gonna be you know spread around and repeated and whatever like keep that shit to yourself if you don't like that type of woman guess what stay away from that type of woman it's that easy you don't have to publicly bash it's bullshit Bullshit. But white women can get whole ass fucking black bodies that black women got fucking killed for and, and put on circus acts 
before. Fucking Sarah Bartman, she had the biggest ass in the fucking known to man where they done put this lady on a fucking uh, circus act against her will and pointed at her big ass and big titties. And now that's what every white person aspires to be. This is some bullshit. She did a a remake of that photo shoot, right? Yeah, disgusting. Just fucking disgusting. You know... Bitch, you don't even know who Sarah Bartman is. You don't even know. Like, that lady's life was so fucking horrific and tragic. Even in her death, they had her her body parts, her genitalia on display in museums in France for 150 years. Like, people don't know shit about... And that's what really pisses me off. Everyone wants to take and choose what they want from Black people and Black features and Black this because it's fucking trendy. You don't even know the history behind the shit. You don't even know shit about Black liberation or Black history, nor do you even seek to understand the shit. But you want to take everything that's trendy, hip, and cool. I, I just can't. And we about to enter Black History Month, and it's really going down. Really going down. <laughs> Uh, talk about a fig a black figure every freaking episode of the month. Oh yeah, it's gonna go down. Um, <laughs> oh, I swear, Peter's trash anyway. Yeah, you know? why are he trying to get attention? I can't. He's so fine. I ain't gonna lie, he's fine. I love uh, Peter fine to me. But besides all that, fuck all that. You're trash. Yeah. And, uh, and it's okay know? for his black ass to have white hair all over his face. Uh, that's what they say you look like the smurfs <laughs> that's cool yeah um it, it, it's all it's just all so fucked up Whitney you know and again I've said this many a times that it's so much more hurtful coming from our black men from the standpoint that we are so ride or motherfucking die for our black men let one of these police officers treat one of them wrong. We out here on the front line protesting. We on CNN. We all motherfucking. We on our corner. We 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 boycotting shit. Like it is the black woman that is spearheading this type stuff for them. Okay, because a lot of them are our sons. We see them. You know, may not be directly our son, but we see that boy on TV. Like you know, but that's not our here. son that grown ass man we see that father we see that we see that because that's us that is me that is me that is my nephew that is my boy that is my boyfriend that's my husband that is my grandfather like we we it, it don't we don't have to know you to take up for you we don't have to be like well you know what he was a drug addict or he did do drugs or you know he did kill two people his background we don't fuck all that we don't sit up here and be like you know well, he was dating, da 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 No, we don't care. There's no bars, whatever you call it, no hoes, bars, whatever that word is, that term is. My thing is, we just look at it as that's one of our own. Like, we got to go protect. We got to go stand up for that. We don't get that same, we don't get that same treatment. Nope. At all from, from our Black men. That if, if nobody else is going to protect us, it should be our Black men. And I get so emotional about this because I am raising a black kid and color is real and I'm I want him to love black women I want him to protect black women regardless of whatever he chooses to date you know what regardless like 
you see somebody that needs help, you go help her. You you don't tear you don't tear them down. That's tearing your mom down. It's tearing your aunt down. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's just very, it's very, I don't even know why I'm crying, but it's so mm-hmm. sad. It's just it, that type of stuff gets to me because I love our black men. I can't even think about dating a white guy. Like we talk, we talk about it. We may joke like, oh, he's fine for a white guy. And, you know, you know, I, for me though, I love black men. There's nothing more in this world that I want to be with and celebrate than a black man. But it's very hard when you see in social media and, and these outlets and these celebrities, people with platforms that could be used for greater things and be talked about for other things. But they talk about us. It's very, very difficult. It's, it's okay. Very, it's difficult. It's, it's personal. Yeah. I mean, if you just be the person, if you be that example for your, your child and give them that example and, you know, <laughs> he'll be, he'll see. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's just, that's that's my inside work though. I do that stuff inside my household. Yeah, you know, I teach him like there is no nappy here. You know, we joke and we play all day, but there is no nappy here. And there's nothing wrong with nappy hair. There's like nothing wrong. well, that's I, mean, I like I don't nappy is subjective though. I guess thick, is what I'm saying. Thick coarse nappy hair is like I I much rather prefer my hair to be thick coarse and nappy than yeah. stringy and falling out like I would die right now if my hair was stringy and pressed like I could never get it back to that natural coarse texture like yeah I, I'd have a panic attack and it's like we got to train our brain to think if it is thick if it is coarse if it is nappy it's beautiful like who says that's bad who it's, said that yeah you know or like how Peter says, I don't want no black as shit woman. Who says being black as shit is bad? Like, why do you have to take a negative connotation to being black? That dark? is my whole, that's my only point. Like, if we instead I'm of so over this. Hair, instead of us celebrating every type of hair Thank that we you. grow out of our scalp, that we're Thank able you. to grow out of our scalp, that's mm-hmm. the same thing with color. Whether she's light skin, dark skin, caramel, we come in all different color shades. It was fucking beautiful. We celebrate it all. Like, it's always this type or, you know, she's, and again, she's too strong as if we don't need a man. A lot of us want a man. We may not need you financially, but we, and that's something that we as black women, we have to retrain our mind too, because some of us do walk around like, I'm strong, I don't need a man, because we don't know how to be. A lot of them from conversation that they don't know how to be because they've had to be independent for so long that when somebody does come in it's like let me help you let me let me do this for you it's kind of like I can do it but you know we have to take that on our own self and recognize our own things when we speak that out but you may not need a man financially but we want one Mm-hmm. I may want you in this other way. I may not need you to help me, da 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 da, but I want you, da da da, shivery, open my fucking door, treat me. I want to be treated like a lady, you know? So mm-hmm. it's all of those things that we just have to, as a culture, work on. Um, and, you know, now that the world is pretty much predominantly about to be all uh, minority anyway, with all these mixings and, <laughs> right. you know, all this stuff, what white people are really terrified of. Uh, I do hope that it will get better, um, but we have to, as soon as this type of shit comes out, we have to just shoot it on down and not even be into it. 
because it'll just become a fucking roach and manifest in different places and just now they everybody's got you know all these different seeds but we just have to People need to stop. Like social media has made it where everyone thinks that their opinion is fucking God's gift to the world. It's, it's not your opinion is just your fucking opinion. And that's that. And unless you're out here trying to help people, it's not that important. Seriously. Your opinion of someone's personal hairstyle or who this fucking, or have an opinion about something that matters like world hunger or fucking helping out, uh, you know, kids that fucking don't have parents or something other than this bullshit, because everyone thinks their opinion about this insignificant shit is so major. And it's not, we really don't care. And social media got everyone thinking that their opinion is so fucking important. Yep. (laughs) And they want us to shut up. I'm going to be honest. They, for the vast majority of people, they want the black woman to shut up. They want, because again, hence, here come the angry black woman comments, as if to say that we can't fucking combat that shit. If Peter Thomas is out here, I should be able to go on there and be like, you know what, fuck you. Why are you saying this shit? You need to act, your mama black as shit. You know what I'm saying? And if she decides to put on a goddamn blonde white wig, that is her prerogative, point blank of the period. So... Yeah, and you know what, his ex, uh, Cynthia Bailey, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but right afterwards, she posted um, a picture with her, like, with the blonde, her blonde wig. fucking beautiful. And Cynthia be rocking those blonde wigs. Beautiful. She's fucking slave. (laughs) I've seen plenty of black women, darker-skinned women, that are able to do color. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm my color, and there's some colors that I just can't do because I can do them if I chose to, but they don't look right. So I'm like, I'm not going to do it, but it has nothing to do with, you know, what you think that looks good on me. And it's like, for me, no, I can't wear that because it, it just washes me out. Like I can't do that. Cause I just, you know, yeah. so. And then the fact he, he starts to say, Oh, black women, uh, wear your hair natural or pressed or tracks or we like, that's just too much. You want, First you want of all, to- you don't even know what natural is. If that's the statements that comes after wear your hair natural, <laughs> like, Ignorant. Ignorant. Uh, yeah. just don't worry about it for real. Like, uh, 2019. I'm just helping people mind their business. <laughs> there is one thing that I wanted to talk about too before we wrap up is this government wall shutdown. And although I don't want to talk about necessarily the wall per se because we're not going to get anywhere with that it's stupid the wall is stupid first off you think the wall is going to stop these people from coming over guess what it's not like i just don't think it is but tsa employees that federal employees that are not getting paid for the people that have to work for the essential jobs it's really just it's disheartening you know um i guess i didn't even realize I kind of walk around thinking and assuming, you know, everybody gets paid for, if they go to a job, they get paid. I didn't realize that during a shutdown, a lot of people are affected. Mm-hmm. And then taking apart which people are affected, PSA employees, that fucked me up. I was like, damn, they are federal. I'm like, oh shit, you know, FDA employees like food it's just the essential ones that stay um because like my mom she worked for um fema for 28 years and every time it was a government shutdown her job was considered essential Mm because she controls like the maps for the navy and shit so she still went to work but a lot of other people they didn't they didn't get no pay and 
you know, a lot of people decided not to go and you get penalized for like when, when they need you back, even if you're not going to get paid all the way, it's sad. It's bad. It's bad. And this is apparently the longest as of today, if they don't make things right today, this is trying to make history government shutdown in history. He's doing it intentionally. Trump is just trying to make history. That's it. He's trying to make history. That's it. I really don't think he care about this law. (laughs) This is all a distraction. I just want to say that I've got a wedding coming up and I've got loved ones traveling. Hopefully this shit will be, you know, come to a head. And and I've been traveling and shit been slow as hell. Really? So it has been slow. I travel from Atlanta to LA, to LA to Atlanta to Vegas to LA. Slow, 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 slow. I mean, not even, you don't even have half of the fucking security gates open. It's because they probably understaffed by at least half. I can't blame them because, you know, for a lot of us. Yeah, I'm not going to work either. You don't pay me, I'm out. They don't have eventually bills. They don't have, well, they got bills that's due actually two days. They got bills that's due next month. They got bills. Like apparently, like people aren't going to be getting like their government aid, like their food stamps and stuff, and WIC and all types of shit. Wow, 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 wow! That's a reform coming in this country, man. It's it's. Let's just stay prayed up and um, be mindful of what's happening and and alert, like alert. <laughs> alert be aware. Yeah, I just feel like we may have to get make some moves. Like I don't know, just everyone get your passports up and just be start saving up. You just you yeah. don't know what's gonna come. You, don't. <laughs> you just don't know. Gotta save for the you know what do they call it? You gotta save for it. not the afterlife, but you gotta save for. Let me just say something. I'm so terrible. Apocalypse, with shit, all these little. Shows about like the potential end of the world like the bird box and fucking handmaid's tale like i don't know man i don't know i'm just saying scared me because i was like shit here's some ideas and it's like i'm i can just see all this foundation that we've built our our perceived foundation and security in america that shit can fall quick like this Mm -hmm. government could collapse like our shit could be rebuilt like Everything that you think is so solid, it's like just read history. Governments and empires and shit collapse all the time. Like we're not immune to that shit. Actually, we probably got it coming to us because we were such fucking world bullies for so long. Bullies. I'm just saying. Bullies. Imperialists. Just, uh, yeah. Y'all, let's stay prayed up. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, until next time, thanks for watching. Make sure that you. Um, you know, make sure you like and you comment and you post, repost. We'll take it all. Share. Um, very. If you're listening on Apple, please leave us a review. Yeah, leave us reviews. Um, we read all. We read it all. So (laughs) appreciate you guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Black Coffee and Tea podcast available now on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you want to be a part of the BCT fam, make sure you follow us on Instagram at BCT Podcast. Until next time.